In the past 12 years, I've used just about every online business tool that exists. I kid you not. From MailChimp and WordPress to HubSpot and Drupal and everything in between, I feel like I've dabbled in or fully used all of them. But in 2020, I moved my entire business to Kajabi. And today I'm gonna tell you why and why I will never leave. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Brazenest, where we're all about helping you build an online business, work less, earn more, travel often, and live your version of a brazen, audacious, and badass life. I'm your host, Brooke Roberts. Honored to have you here hanging out with me today, talking about all things Kajabi. Now, if you're finding this video, it's probably because you searched on the web, should I move my business to Kajabi or is Kajabi the right choice for me? And spoiler, obviously, I'm gonna tell you why. Yes, yes, whatever you're doing right now, stop and move your business to Kajabi. I am gonna go through the three primary reasons of why I moved my multiple six-figure business to Kajabi, but if that's all you needed to hear, reassurance, permission granted, move your business to Kajabi. I got a link down below. It is an affiliate link. If you decide to join Kajabi, it just helps support me and my channel. So thank you so much for using my Kajabi affiliate link. Let's get into the three reasons why I moved Inside Study Abroad, my multiple six-figure online business, to Kajabi. The first reason I moved my business to Kajabi was to remove the tech headaches and overhead. Now, to explain this fully, I have to kind of take you back in time a little bit and describe what my business looked like in terms of the tech over the years. So if you watched my video on how I became a six-figure blogger, you know my story and how this all played out. So if you're curious about that, go watch that on the channel. In the beginning, it was just a blog and it was 2009 and so I used Blogger, Blogspot. It was the Google blogging platform. I'm not even sure if they still manage it or if it still exists. It was free, so that was the perfect price. And I used MailChimp, which was also free at the time. And that's it, that's all I used for my business. But it wasn't really a business yet, it was just a blog. It was just a creative project and creative outlet. So that's fine. Using the free stuff, easy peasy. Then later I moved that website onto WordPress and then later to Squarespace. And as I started turning it more into a business and platform and education platform for my industry, I had to start bringing on additional tools to use to facilitate all the things that I was doing in the business. So then when it got serious, it became Squarespace for hosting the primary website and the blog posts and podcasts, ConvertKit for my email list and opt-in forms, Teachable to host all my online courses, SendOut to host digital eBooks and digital downloads like that, Webinar Jam for live webinars and automated webinars, Deadline Funnel to create evergreen expiring offers and things like that, Lead Pages for sales pages, and then Zapier was another tool I had to have in order to make all of those other tools talk to each other and work together conceivably seamlessly, but as you'll learn, not so much. In my other business, which I haven't talk, talked about a lot on the channel yet, but I will, I will be doing an episode all about 
yoga travel tree and it's basically the mistakes episode all the big mistakes i've made in business will be that episode so stay tuned but yoga travel tree was a different type of company i started it as a company it wasn't just something that evolved into a business i had angel investors in that business and it was a much more serious operation if you will from the start i spent a ton of money i don't even want to scare you with how much money i spent but i spent a ton of money having a custom wordpress site built from the ground up so a whole tech team was like building this specialized custom site we were using a paid MailChimp account at that point because we were growing pretty fast in terms of the, the people on our email list and then a couple years into that business I started offering um, a yoga business and marketing course for yoga teachers that I built completely custom so I wasn't using all these other tools to do it but I built it on a separate WordPress installation and I used I think like seven or eight different plugins to basically create a course website where people could log in they could pay there could be payment plans and they could log in and see all the different videos and modules and lessons and I had to design it literally dropping all the little elements all the different places it took me five months to build that whole ecosystem for that course of course course with all of these solutions I've always had I always had a ton of tech problems which is why I love Kajabi there are no tech problems with the WordPress installations both for the main yoga travel tree site and for the course that I launched WordPress was just so buggy I can't tell you how many times where I lost income because somebody couldn't pay and then they changed their mind and it was like a back and forth over email trying to get uh, them to pay even though they got access to the site because something wasn't working even with yoga travel tree just its main site functioning it was a huge website it's like tens of thousands of unique visitors a month to that website so it had to be robust it had to load fast and all the things i even had to hire somebody who was basically on retainer to help me solve problems because they came up all the time and i'm not a developer i don't know if i've ever mentioned that before but i don't know how to code anything other than some basic html and css that's not enough to basically fix a website that has crashed in fact i want to tell you two stories about why this tech headache thing is not just about an inconvenience but it's also about lost income or lost revenue uh, for the business or a huge cost to the business. For Inside Study Abroad, a couple of years ago, obviously pre-pandemic, I was traveling around the world as a digital nomad and I was in Greece for a month. I had been working my little tail off on a big project and was taking a week off to sail around some of the Greek islands and I was with some girlfriends and we're just like, no computers, just chill. And so I took the whole week off, no computers, no nothing. Meanwhile, a few months before that, I had launched an automated email funnel and sales funnel for one of my programs for Inside Study Abroad and it was going great and it was making a lot of money bringing lots of revenue helping a lot of people it was the first time I'd really had an automated system in place and it was working and I was so excited about it I went to Greece feeling great excited having this automated thing come in and then when I got back I logged into my email finally I had all of these like error notifications from Zapier basically saying that one of the tools I was using and I was using Zapier, right, to piece them all together so they could talk to each other. Something had been updated. The API had been updated on one of these tools and therefore sales weren't going through. People were just getting failed credit card notifications if they tried to buy. And so I had also had emails from potential customers saying, hey, I've tried to 
you know, buy this thing and it's not working. And, you know, and I wasn't getting back to them obviously because I was off the grid. I was just so upset because that was basically a loss of about, it would have probably averaged anywhere between three and $4,000 for that week. As a result, like I wasn't able to recover most of those sales. That was a huge, huge moment for me to think I need to up level. I need to figure out new ways to make this system work because I thought I was doing everything right. Like if you could talk to a lot of people, they'll say these were all the creme de la creme type of platforms I could be using. It should work seamlessly, but it wasn't. Even years before that, when I was leading a yoga retreat in Thailand and I was checking email, but we were off the grid for about three days because we took an overnight train from the uh, south to the north, a lot of fun, T story for another day. But I had been off the grid basically for about 48, maybe 72 hours. I just hadn't had Wi-Fi access. When I logged into my email, I had all these error notifications saying, hey, you're getting all of these 501 error which basically the site doesn't even load it's not even like a 404 error where just one page is missing it's the whole site is not functioning when I try to get a hold of my guy I had on retainer to help me fix these emergent situations he was on vacation and nobody was responding to his email and his customer service system so basically the site was down for about about three days and then finally when my guy came back he was like oh this is a bigger problem than just my retainer fee it's gonna cost an additional fee to get this full fixed and I still to this day don't know how it broke it just went down for no apparent reason I blame WordPress <laughs> and like all the plugins and all the different custom coding that was on the back end yes it was a great site and on the front it looked great and it looked beautiful but on the back end it was a Frankenstein situation same thing with inside study abroad all of these different tools was basically me building a Frankenstein version of a business slapping it on together and on the front it looked great it looked perfect but on the back end there was a lot of moving parts that could break and those are two instances where it cost me a lot of money in lost revenue, but in also having to pay to get it fixed. That is why I am all about that Kajabi life now. Kajabi, if you're not familiar with it, and it's K-A-J-A-B-I, Kajabi, it's an all-in-one platform. So all the platforms I just described, where I talked about Squarespace, ConvertKit, MailChimp, all of those, Kajabi does everything that those things do. All of it does all of them inside its own platform. You can do automated webinars, you can do live webinars, you can do your email list, you can have your whole website and your blog on there, you have landing pages, you have your course hosting, your membership hosting, digital download purchases and processing, payment plans, membership plans, what else? Landing pages, sales pages, email opt-in forms, all of it. You can even create events that create a certain semblance of a deadline funnel. Kajabi does it all. And and it does it all under one roof. But the thing that I super love about Kajabi is that they are my tech team now. If there's something going wrong with the site, they have thousands of users on Kajabi. So if I'm off the grid and something's going on with the Kajabi platform, there's thousand other people who are gonna inform Kajabi and say, hey, there's a bug, something's wrong, and they can fix it without me having to actually be there to tell them. The other thing is that they have a whole tech team, probably a hundred tech people who are in the back end optimizing and fixing little bugs and hiccups in the system because every tech system will have them. I don't have to pay my guy somewhere in Arizona to fix things. Kajabi's there and they will fix the bugs, the issues that come up with my site, but every Kajabi site. And that is worth it. It's worth its weight in gold. This reason number one is why I love 
Kajabi. Just to put that in context, the year I have been on Kajabi fully with Inside Study Abroad, I've experienced one tech glitch or hiccup. The site was down for about two hours one day, but that actually wasn't a Kajabi problem. That was a server farm problem. A big Amazon server went down. And so it wasn't just Kajabi that wasn't working. It was Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and a bunch of other websites were also impacted. So that wasn't really a Kajabi fail, that was a server fail. That could happen to just about anybody. That's why I love Kajabi because it eliminates the tech headaches and overhead. Reason number two I love Kajabi is that it simplifies my business life. If the idea of logging into and managing six to eight different platforms every single day sounds tedious, overwhelming, exhausting, frustrating, you aren't wrong. It is all of those things. For the five years of my business, I was basically every single day having to log into one platform to send a newsletter to another platform to update email opt-ins and, and see my email opt-in rate to another one to manage the webinar system and flow and check in on that. Another one to update course content and respond to student questions inside the course platform. Another one to like build out landing pages and fix any kinks that were going on there. And then another other one to post blog posts, etc. On top of that, then logging into Zapier to double check all the time to make sure that all of the systems are firing and, and working correctly. The thing is, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you already are likely going to suffer from decision fatigue at some point in your business. There's just a lot of decisions to make that have frankly nothing to do with technology. But when you add on this layer of complexity and moving parts on the back end of your business, it's going to lead to decision burnout pretty quickly. I know I suffer from this often. How this would actually look is that I would be so overwhelmed with all the moving parts that I would be overwhelmed and that would lead to procrastination. It's like, oh, I'll just skip doing a podcast or a blog this week, or I'll skip sending the newsletter this week, or I'll procrastinate on op optimizing the sales emails and the sales funnel just because I'm just overwhelmed with all the moving parts. I will say that there are times where I was not the best business owner because of that, because I wasn't taking action because of this overwhelm. And my business would suffer at times as a result. You might be thinking, well, there's a lot of other all-in-one solutions. Let me tell you a little story about other options. <laughs> I will definitely do a whole other episode on this topic, specifically comparing Kajabi to every other platform I've ever used. One of the platforms that I was shopping around and looking at last year was Kartra. You may have heard of it, but it's also a all-in-one solution. And Kartra is very powerful. This is not to bag on Kartra by any means. Kartra is very, very powerful. In fact, when I was choosing to Kartra and Kajabi, I decided to go with Kartra. And I was on Kartra for about three months because it is very powerful. And I thought, okay, it's less expensive than Kajabi. It is very powerful. I'm just gonna go for it. And just figure it out along the way. However, with Kartra, it's a very clunky user experience in my opinion. It's very complex and complicated on the back end. And even with it being an all-in-one solution, I still found that there were so many moving parts and so many spots where if you didn't update the right thing in the right place, that it would make the whole system just fail, wouldn't trigger the right things. That can happen on a lot of platforms for sure. But with Kajabi, it just seemed like you could see it all in one place and there weren't as many 
basically buttons to click so that you could mess it up or not mess it up. And with Kartra, it was like so many variables and toggles and buttons and choices to make just in the cycle that then as a result, you're like, okay, something's messed up here. I have to go through that whole thing again to figure out where the little glitches in the system. I just found it super overwhelming and confusing. And I, by the way, you guys, I'm pretty tech savvy. I consider myself pretty techie when it comes to software solutions. I love the tech. I love exploring new tech and diving into other technologies and software to see what it can do and see if I can break it, all that kind of fun stuff. So I enjoy technology. I did not enjoy Kartra. I hated it, in fact. In fact, I was like, I need to make this work and I don't really understand what's going on in the back end. I bought a thousand dollar course to teach me how to use Kartra. I'm sorry, if you have to buy a thousand dollar course to learn how to use a software, do not enter, do not purchase that software because it should not be that complicated. And the other thing is that because there were, I had find these glitches and not really know where to begin in terms of fixing it, what I also noticed with Kartra is that their customer service was non-existent. And so related back to that tech headache situation, Kajabi customer service, it could be its own reason for using Kajabi. Kajabi's customer service is amazing. I could literally log in right now, be on chat with someone in five minutes and they would be helping me solve the problem. And I've never had a problem with the Kajabi chat where they're like, we can can't help you or we refuse to help you. It's like, no, they've been so kind and so friendly. It's honestly a joy to work with their customer service. I quickly course corrected after those three months, basically experimenting with Kartra and I moved my entire business once again over to Kajabi and I have never looked back, never even flirted with another platform. I am in Kajabi for life forever. The beautiful part of Kajabi in terms of the simplification, I know I went on a little tangent about Kartra. The simplification, it simplifies my business life is that now with, with Kajabi, I have one login, one. I log into one platform to do all the things I need to do in my business. Oh, no. And the third and final reason why I decided to move to Kajabi is that it saves me a lot of money. So not only in terms of the cost I talked about in the tech headache section where it's like ugh, all this money lost because of tech problems or money I had to spend to solve a tech problem. Now with Kajabi, I'm also just saving overhead costs in terms of the cost of running my business, the cost of doing business. Every business is going to have costs, but it's your job as a, a business owner just to minimize how much you spend in conjunction with maximizing the outcome you get as a result of that investment. Here's the deal. Sometimes people will go check out Kajabi and they will get sticker shock right away. They'll be like, whoa, that's, that's pricey. If they've been shopping around and they've looked at other solutions. The problem is, is that typically we're comparing apples to oranges when we look at Kajabi pricing versus teachable pricing or convert kit pricing or active campaign pricing or Squarespace pricing, et cetera, et cetera. Typically you're comparing the full Kajabi all-in-one solution with another tech platform that is one single solution. So yeah, it is more expensive than just ConvertKit. However, it only does one thing. It just sends emails and does email automation. That's it. That's all it does. With Kajabi, you could do that and also have your online programs, landing pages, whole website, your blog, your podcast, et cetera, et cetera, all of that on Kajabi as well. Kajabi pricing starts at $119 as time of this recording, at $119 per month if you do the annual plan and $149 per month if you go month to month. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not. So let me break down the pricing I was paying before I moved over to 
Kajabi and going full Kajabi. I moved from Squarespace to host my website, which was where my blog and podcast and just sort of the homepage of the site was. I moved that from Squarespace. I was paying $26 a month. ConvertKit, I was paying $99 a month. $99 a month for Teachable. And the reason I did that is to keep their fees lower. I was also paying for Webinar Jam, which at the time, I think I had opted in at $3.97 per year. They don't do month to month plans. That's where you can host webinars. I was also paying for Deadline Funnel, which is $37 a month and I was paying for lead pages also their cheapest plan which is $29 a month plus I was paying another $25 a month for Zapier to make all those systems talk to each other. As you already got the painted picture, I'm paying a lot of money for all of these tech solutions and then additional money to get them to speak to each other. All in, out of the pocket was like 350 a month. Plus with Teachable, I was paying fees on top of that. So it was over $400 a month I was paying for all of those tech solutions. Now with Kajabi, I'm on their growth plan, I think it's called, it's their middle mid-tier plan. And I pay $150 a month, I pay that annually. I am saving a ton of money every single year by just moving to this one solution, not to mention my sanity, not to mention all the tech headaches, the overwhelm that I just don't have as a result of using Kajabi. The only platform that I would mention that I do recommend, I can co-sign is a platform called Podia, which I've talked about in a previous episode on the $60 startup. Podia is great if you are brand new, meaning you don't have anything. You don't have a website, email list, online programs, nothing. I think Podia is a great starter platform, but even with Podia, once your business grows and you start getting more sophisticated, you are gonna need an additional email platform because theirs is very limited and you are gonna need a website that hosts your, your content, your free content that you're producing every single week. And then you're also likely gonna need a landing page builder because once again, theirs is very limited. So. If you're serious about starting your online business, I would just start with Kajabi, make that one decision, get it going, and then focus on actual strategy and implementation. Do not get in this procrastination by decision overwhelm. Don't look at all these tech platforms for weeks and weeks on end without actually posting a YouTube video or writing a Medium article or creating your podcast or doing all the things that actually are going to be key drivers in your business. Just make the decision and move forward. I love Kajabi. As I've said many times, I will never leave them. They are stuck with me for life. They have been a true lifesaver in terms of me being able to function and run my business and not feel that overwhelm and frustration and just banging my head against, <laughs> against the wall moments that I've experienced with all the other solutions that I've used. Go check it out. If you want to support me and this channel, you can use my affiliate link, brazenest.com slash Kajabi. I'll have it linked down below as well. You can get started with a 14 day trial. And I'm also gonna be producing a bunch of Kajabi tutorials moving forward and showing you actually how I use Kajabi on the back end and all the different tricks and ninja hacks that I've discovered along the way that could be super helpful for you when on your own Kajabi journey. If you found this video or podcast episode helpful, please do your girl a favor and hit the like button. Leave a comment down below. What do you think? Do you think you wanna go with Kajabi? And if you do, let me know in the comments that you're going on full Kajabi or if you've decided to look at other platforms. Let me know what you're thinking about and I could give you some feedbacks down in the comments. And if you're listening to the podcast, please leave a rating and review. It definitely supports the podcast and helps us get in front of more people. And if you know anybody who would be 
helped by this video and podcast, please share it with a friend. Now you've learned the three reasons why I moved my entire multiple six-figure online business to Kajabi and why I'm never leaving. Have a wonderful rest of your week, everyone. And remember that every day you postpone a dream, you weaken it a little. So get out there and make some magic happen. Cheers.